Datology Coach Podcast. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Kristen. Hi. <laughs> I can always tell how the show's going to go by the tone of your voice. You can? That's that's interesting, actually. <laughs> to me. I can tell when you've had a day or a week. Oh, yeah. I'm, um, yeah. yeah. I'm in a mood, as they say. Yes. Yes. I don't blame you. And before the show, I was telling you, last night, I was walking Luca, mm -hmm. and I just wasn't paying attention to where I was going because my super was talking to me. We, we got a whole new intercom system in our building, yeah. and he was teaching. He was talking to me about how to use it, mm -hmm. and I'm walking and talking, not paying attention, and I trip right over this little guardrail around like some some plants yeah. on the sidewalk, and I fell on right on the rail like my left side fell right on the rail and then i just slammed into the <gasps> into the pavement like and i felt my face hit I'm like oh fuck and you know that first thing you do when you fall you check to make sure all your teeth are there yeah oh god and i for i was very glad that all my teeth are pretty much literally bolted into my jaw <laughs> yeah Thanks, modern dentistry. Thanks, modern de modern dentistry. And I didn't realize I had a bloody nose until I, I got upstairs. Um, yeah, but so that was scary. That was very frightening. And poor Luca, she came over, you know, and she's she sees my head in my hands, and she, you know, she's nudging my hands. My poor baby. So yeah, it's been it's been a day. Oh it's been God. a day because I'm having a hard time <laughs> with my entire left side. <laughs> oh yeah, and I just yeah. got in my wrist. Uh, back to where I wanted it to be. In any case, Sarah, I'm noticing a phenomenon. Okay. And I'm getting this. I'm getting this question a lot, and I'm hearing. I'm hearing about this a lot. What is with uh, men using first dates as free therapy? Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't uh, associated it with first dates, especially, mm -hmm. but um, this is fortuitous timing because I had a conversation with a student this week about just how how women have to be mindful when a when a man wants to befriend them. Mm -hmm. uh, I should say a heterosexual man. Yeah, when a, when a hetero man wants to befriend you, like you you really got to question that because so often. They are just assuming that you will perform emotional labor for them. And it's it's fucked up. <laughs> they yeah. just continue to pile on, you know? Like, because what I, like, the, in the conversation I had, the student was describing, like, just the, just the unending stream of whining <laughs> that this dude had unleashed, like, well, just, you know, just when you have time for me, just stop by. And I... <laughs> <laughs> and just just intolerably sad and just like not at all making her want to befriend him, you know, and it just was so clear that he was like being manipulative and expecting her to drop what she was doing and prioritize his emotional needs. Yeah, I, I received a letter a few weeks ago from a woman and she is studying to be a therapist. Oh, I know. Poor thing. Love where this is going. Love where this is. Take me on a journey. And she said, should I not be telling men that I'm a therapist? Because Man, if, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> just like, because no. she said, like, they just 
start like unloading. And and Jesus and I Christ. and I said to her, you know, first of all, if you can, try not to try not to tell them what you do. Maybe say you work in healthcare. Right. Be very general. Yeah. And I said I completely relate to this because if if I ever told people, oh, I write, you know, I write dating advice or I'm a dating coach, mm-hmm. I can, I, I have been cornered by people yep. in my, by people <laughs> in my building, you know, when they ask, it's like yeah. 45 minutes. I'm listening to her talk about her narcissistic boyfriend and, <laughs> that she met on Tinder that I still see her with in the building. And I'm like, girl, we talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was saying it with my eyes, but you know, yeah, they're going to, the minute they hear you're a therapist and you don't, and you don't even have to be a therapist. That's just it. It's that women are perceived to be more empathetic. Exactly. I would like to go on record and say, not all women, (laughs) (laughs) including this one. I can assure you, sir, I do not care that your dad didn't love you. I don't care. I mean, look, it's sad, but like that's maybe not first date conversation. You know what I mean? Like, can yeah. we just get a salad or something? Yeah, and I do think that a lot of guys, especially ones who might be newly divorced, and let me tell you something. Maybe it's me, but wow, men really seem to have uh, not uh, not a good time when they are alone. Like, they don't like being alone. Well, right, because. Because <laughs> they benefit so much from having women in their lives. Again, not all men we're talking about. <laughs> in terms of heterosexual relationships, like even the most well-meaning dudes rely on their wives for a lot of maintenance. Yes. To just keep their lives going. Right? Yeah. So yeah, when you're <laughs> When the person who has been performing emotional labor for you for free bails after a couple years, you yeah. should feel that absence. Yeah. And I'm sure like kids or guys moving away from home and no longer having their mother there or having women there. But let's let's focus. Let's keep this on dating for a second because I hear this story a lot and it's not even just on the dates. It's like the guys just fucking unload in their messages. Well, you know what I think is happening is like I again I feel like it's it's coming from a place of good intentions, right? Like the dudes who are doing this are not Neanderthals, right? These aren't these aren't the like chest pounding, like natty light swilling, like Trump bros. These are these are the dudes who think they're enlightened. Mm-hmm. They think they're, you know, capital N, capital G, nice guys. Mm-hmm. They listen to NPR, like they're too good to be emotionally closed off. And they're going to show you that they're nice guys mm-hmm. and that they're in tune with their emotions right? by dumping all of them on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for the guys that are listening, and we're getting more and more men, uh, but not all men. See what I did there? Right. Um, not all men. Not yeah. all men. But no. for the guys who are listening, please keep this in mind that we don't want to hear it. And truly, we don't care. Like on date one and two, mm-hmm. we do not care. Do not think that we care. We do not owe you that duty of care. Right. But you also, are a stranger. But let me ask you a question because I brought this up in a TikTok a couple of weeks ago and I really, really stepped in it uh, about oversharing and talking oh. too much, telling, you know, telling too many, t- telling too many like personal stories or, 
like when I say oversharing, I'm referring to deeply intimate or personal stories told at socially inappropriate times. Like I'm thinking Mandy Statmiller and her, I have a a tampon in my vagina for three months. That's what I'm thinking. Like really sort of (laughs) things that just don't, that just are inappropriate. (laughs) And what I wasn't aware of is that um, oversharing or in the, in the sense of um, providing a lot of details, being very explicit being very direct yeah. is a uh, is a communicate is part of the communication style for someone who identifies as neurodivergent. Right. Well, we might we might get into this a little later with some of our letters. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. Actually, yeah. So th- that's something to to I think be mindful of well of of as well, and to let's try and like differentiate it. And I did some research, and I have talked with a couple of of therapist so that I can be a little bit more informed. I talked to some friends who, you know, are, are educated on this subject and the, the distinction that they all made, because I said, help me quantify this so that when I explain it, I don't, I'm not, I'm not ignorant and offensive. And when someone who's neurodivergent or someone who's anxious, when they overshare, when they have to offer too many details, that's, it's more authentic because it's just a nat- it's just part of their communication style. And if you have a larger conversation with them, you'll you'll be able to you'll pick that up that this is just this is just something that they do. Yes. It's not malicious in any way. It's just something that they do. Whereas when you have somebody who like you said earlier about the guy at school, well, you know, when you want to come over and and manipulate somebody with your sob stories, and, and burden them with all your problems yep. and tell them, oh, and then my wife and she did this and she took the kids and t-. like, that's when I'm talking about, that's when it feels strategic and malicious and like, why, why, why are you telling me this? Yeah. Well, I think you, I mean, I think you nailed it with manipulative. Mm-hmm. I used that word with the student I was talking to mm-hmm. also. I was like, this is, this is manipulative. <laughs> Yeah, and 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 that's what it is. It's like let me make you. I'm going to make you feel sorry for me so that you're easier to manipulate. Yeah, you know. And- I mean, and it, it, you know, there's nuance here, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it can be simultaneous, tr- simultaneously true that that is manipulative, and that person has genuine, genuine mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, that they can be; those two things can exist simultaneously, mm-hmm. right? Um, but you know, no one, no one owes you. <laughs> like you don't get to manipulate someone just because you want to, mm-hmm. especially women. Yeah, and that burden is put on women quite a bit. Yes, you know, and uh, I just think it's a. I know it's a. It's just a huge turnoff. Yeah, that you know, too. It's just, it's just like, <laughs> dude, we're strangers. What? Why? Why are you, why are we doing this? I don't want to talk about this on a date. Like I'm here, I got dressed up. <laughs> I'm here to have like fight light conversation. I'm not here to listen to your problems. Nope. <laughs> nope. I have my own, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and now maybe an additional one with yeah, this date. <laughs> this date. So yeah. So, um, in, but, but this brings up, I think, a larger question about okay. therapy in general. Sure. And how we 
as a society, need to make therapy more accessible and affordable. Definitely. You know? Yeah, it's like we took the step of normalizing it and like hurdled over (laughs) making it accessible and and affordable. So now what has happened is everyone just like throws around terms. Right. But, and like, and uh, like (laughs) sucks up women's time. But I, instead of talking to a therapist, I think that a big reason why coaching has exploded, the industry of coaching, is because it can it is perceived to be some kind of therapy for a lot of people and it's maybe more affordable maybe maybe um is, i mean i don't know is it uh, well i mean i know when I, my therapist is 250 dollars a pop mm-hmm. and we're, that's for like 45 minutes mm-hmm. i certainly don't charge that but i'm not a therapist but i think and i do think i see this a lot on tiktok like there's this blurred line between yeah. Um, uncredentialed people <laughs> talking about psychological disorders because they maybe mm-hmm. experienced it or have some sort of, or are uh, tangentially associated with it. And then you have licensed therapists and then you have the people in the middle who are, and I don't even think I would include myself in there. People with master's degrees or do you know what I mean? Who aren't licensed therapists, but they're still sort of counselors. They have the background and I see a lot of like really bad advice. <laughs> well, I mean, therapist and counselor are are equivalent, mm-hmm. but I would argue should not be interchangeable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you when you say you're a therapist versus counselor, like you probably have the same credentials. Mm-hmm. But when you say therapist, it seems to have a certain connotation right. and carry Carry with it a set of expectations. Right, exactly. But that may disappoint some people when they find out you're a counselor. Right. But in general, I think, like, I see a lot of people trying to get free therapy. It's not just dudes on dates. Yeah. Like, I see a lot of people on these, on these pages, like, trying to get free therapy. And I'm sympathetic to that. I mean, very much so because it's, it's so expensive. Yeah. It's it's a luxury item. You know, so I I guess too long didn't read version. Guys, don't use your dates as therapists or therapy no. sessions. No, it's really not conducive to setting up a healthy dynamic. No, not at all. It's it it burdens your date. It reveals more than you probably wanted to. It probably you probably think it makes you sound sensitive and vulnerable. No, no it nope. just gives people the ick. Yep. You know, when you're, and this is, see, and again, like, I do not want to step in it. It, If it's, you know, if you're, if you are not neurodivergent and and you're sort of aware and can control it, is that the proper phrasing? Yeah. Um, Then that, that's what gives people the icks. Like, you can tell when you're talking with someone who's neurodivergent that this is just part of their communication style versus someone who is who doesn't identify as neurodivergent and it just comes across as someone who's just wildly self-absorbed, not reading the room, not seeing your eyes glaze over, not seeing how uncomfortable <laughs> you're getting. Uh, or worse, just using women for free therapy right. and expecting emotional labor yeah. to be performed. Right. Stop doing that. Please stop. Doing stop that. doing that. So we have a number of really good letters. 
so why don't you go first? Okay. Here is a letter that says, I had a question about putting sexuality in your dating bio. I am a sex-positive asexual, meaning I'm open to sex with someone I have a connection with, but I don't experience sexual or romantic attraction. I feel like this is not something most guys would understand, but it's also a big part of who I am. How should I approach this, and how would I discuss this with a potential date? Okay. Okay. So my understanding of this, my understanding of this is I am a sex positive asexual, meaning I'm open to sex with someone I have a connection with. Now, this is where this is where I'm getting tripped up because I thought oh I guess it really depends on where you fall in the asexuality spectrum though. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because there is a spectrum to asexuality. Uh, so she could be, it depends on where, you know, she probably falls somewhere on the asexuality spectrum. Um, would I put that in your bio? Mm. See, this is why I like OkCupid, because OkCupid, I think, is a lot more inclusive and, and diverse. It really is. Yeah, And it really you is. can select, you know, you can select asexual, demisexual. You can select all that, and you can put it out there, and then you come up in the proper searches. Um, but I think she, she wants to sort of qualify it a little bit. Right, because she doesn't want to just say just select asexual because that will be interpreted as I don't plan on having sex. Well, it also really yeah it limits your options, right? And I understand the inclination to like want to have as many options as possible. Mm-hmm. That's what brought you to online dating in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. So i I feel like the answer is one only you know, <laughs> letter writer, which is. Why? Why do you want to? Why do you want to make that known up front? Is it because you feel like people will overlook your profile if you just say like I'm I am ace, and like they won't further investigate the nuances of that, or are you actually you know pretty comfortable potentially having sex be a part of a relationship? Yeah, I guess th- I'm I'm a little bit confused because would would she then identify as asexual? Well, that's that's the question I right. think she's got to figure out, right? Like it's it's it really comes down to like is sex something you're going to tolerate <laughs> because you feel like that's how you can hang on to the person you want, mm-hmm. or is this something that you feel like you might actually enjoy with the person you want? I want to I want to note too <laughs> um, that you know consent is essential but so is enthusiastic consent Mm -hmm. so like if this is not enthusiastic i i actually would be really wary of the person who took mere consent as the green light here right that's not great right (laughs) like people people who want to have sex generally want their partner to also want to have sex with them Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but furthermore, if you don't want to have sex, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Like there, there are people for you. There are plenty of people for you. So, I think you know this really just comes down to like, how do you actually feel about having sex? Yes, I think that's. I think that needs to be the first thing that you determine. Um, and the second question of should you put it in your bio now? Um, you know the your your preferred is sexuality the correct term? Well, you know what? I think um, I 
I think I might have to disagree here. I think I would put it sex positive in there because people who are like-minded are going to know what you mean. All right. Oh, look at you. And people You're right. who don't know what you mean are going to pass by because they're going to be like, asexual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. But you don't want them anyway. Fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. So, okay. Um, sex positive, asexual. Great. Yeah, that sounds great. Put like work it into the middle of the bio. Don't, don't start off with it. Um, I think Tinder might be better. Tinder and OkCupid. Mm-hmm. Tinder, OkCupid. Maybe Coffee Meets Bagel. Coffee Meets Bagel is a little bit more um, progressive as well. Yeah. Um, try Meet Mindful. You know, um, that that's more like auth- authenticity focused. It's it's really trying to get away from like the shallow aspects of dating, like sex and, you know, mm-hmm. like body image and stuff like that. Not that body image is shallow, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Meet Mindful, okay, Cupid, Tinder, Coffee Meets Bagel. Those are the apps All and the right. platforms I think you should use. And yeah, include it in your bio. Yep. Yep, so. makes sense. Okay, so now here comes my question. Thank next. Thank you, next. I am 36 and have been dating a man, 38, for nine months. We are both divorced, me 10 years and him four years. Neither of us have children nor want children. He still follows his ex-wife on all social media platforms, but he doesn't follow me on anything except Facebook, which I don't use but will sometimes communicate with me via Instagram DM, but does not follow me. I've shared with him that I always felt like the best way to move on is to unfollow an ex from all platforms. Is this a red flag? Um, I have to be honest and say that um, I would not pastor this guy to unfollow his ex-wife. No, I wouldn't either. Uh you know, I the best he, way to he saw what you did there. It wasn't subtle, right? He 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 sees what you're doing. He's not dumb. He knows what you're doing, and for all you know, rather than focus on like him following her, how about what you focus on him not following you? <laughs> if you're going to talk to him about anything at all, it should be, hey, you know, if you're going to DM me, why aren't you following me? How does he DM her if he doesn't follow her? Well, I think it's a setting you can enable. And that's just dumb. He probably thinks that he follows her. Does Is he like well, aware that he's not following you? That is a good question. It, because he might actually think that he already follows you. Yeah. That's Make a good it really question. clear. Make it really clear. Like, hey, you know, you don't, could you follow, you know, you don't follow me. Do you know that? Well, let's follow each other. But uh, for that matter, he might also not really be following his ex-wife. Right. Right. Like if he's not searching out her content, he's not going to see it. Right. And a lot of people, especially if there is still an affection there, right? Maybe they don't want to unfollow because they don't. I know a lot of exes that's, that follow each other. They probably have mutual friends. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I would think, hmm, I don't know that it's a red flag. I think that he might just not want to rock the boat. Do you know what I mean? Right. Maybe, I do. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe he yeah. like, 
Although the one here's one thing that that came into my head. Okay. Could he be checking to see if the wife is saying anything bad about him? Uh, maybe. So th- that uh, that would be the only red flag for me is why is he still following her? Is Which he, you you're also not. I mean, you can ask him, but you may not get. You're the not going to get. The, you're you not going to get the right answer or the answer right. that you want. So and would, it's just going to be interpreted as you being uh, like putting pressure on him, right? You know? So I would not put a lot of pressure on him to unfollow his ex-wife. Nope. Um, but I would bring up to him that he doesn't follow you, and yet he DMs you on Instagram. Also, side note. Why is he messaging you on Instagram <laughs> instead of texting? Right. What? Yeah. Okay. Can everybody please just get off social media? Get off social. Well, see, no. and this is this to me. This that's the red flag, girl. That's the red flag. Mm. <laughs> the mm. red flag is why is your boyfriend DMing you on Instagram? Right. Like you should at least be using Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> no WhatsApp. If not, if not texting, Discord. You know what, I mean? what? There are well, look. There are levels of intimacy here. Nine months. Get the fuck out of here. You're not DMing me on Instagram. You're gonna text me or you're gonna call me. Well, exactly. So that is the red. Flag, that is the that, red flag. Yeah. See, you're so focused on the wrong stuff. <laughs> the red flag is why is he communicating with you on Instagram and not your right. phone? Right. What's going on yeah. there? Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure they're divorced? Are you sure they're divorced? Ooh. Mm. You know, because... Just let that simmer for a minute. <laughs> let that marinate, ladies. <laughs> because if he's not contacting you, like, if he's not... Te- and he probably is texting. I'm sure he is texting her. But it it just strikes me as odd. Why is he DMing That's, you on Instagram? Yeah, it strikes me as odd as well. Something's, something's not right here. Something's not right with the relationship with the ex. Are you sure she's an ex? Mm. Are you sure the divorce is final? Mm. Because couples can be separated and live in two different places, but still be married. Yeah. The the red flag is he's contacting you via Instagram. That's it. It definitely is the kind of thing a a not separated man would do (laughs) right exactly (laughs) to keep all the communication off his phone and out of his email yeah and probably on an instagram account that i wonder if she even knows about well he's following her so well let's see is he following the ex-wife anonymous or she knows yeah yeah there's i think i think there might be more going on with the relationship the status of the relationship Yes. That's my that's my answer there. <laughs> yep. Okay. Your turn. Okay. I met a guy on okay Cupid back in February. He did not want to meet in person until I was fully vaccinated. And that's fair enough. We had a few Zoom dates and they went well and I enjoyed our conversations. I finally got vaccinated two weeks ago, and Ted asked me out in an on an in-person first date. Last Friday, we went out to a museum, followed by dinner, ice cream, and cocktails. I don't think the chemistry I felt over video chat carried over to real life, and I'm wondering if maybe I'm writing him off too soon. He lives two hours away, so he drove all the way to see me and wanted to make it almost an all-day date since he drove all that way. 
The night before the date, he sent me a text saying, can I ask a somewhat blunt question? Always, always a good start. <laughs> I said, okay. He wrote, not having been on a date in a while, I may be a bit more forward than usual. I could definitely dial it back. How are you feeling? I was unsure what that was supposed to mean. <laughs> While on a date, I started to see what he meant. He was being very flirty, and I was wearing a short sundress, and he said, I'm sorry for staring at your legs. They're perfect. <laughs> and, while <laughs> and while we were at the museum, he went in for a kiss on my cheek, but I did not reciprocate. He was profusely apologetic, said that he was rusty, hadn't been on a date in a long time, and I just thought, what does that have to do with forcing a kiss on me? Hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he drove me back home after the date. And accepting a ride from a date is not something I generally do, but my car happens to be in the shop. He asked if he can come upstairs and use my bathroom, which I said was fine. Well, once we got up there, he comes out of the bathroom and asks if he can stay for an hour or so because he doesn't want to drive home after having a cocktail. I said that was fine, but I just wanted him to leave so I could go to sleep. Yep. I turned on Netflix and he cuddled up next to me and he put his arm around my neck. I don't know if I want to see him again, but am I writing him off too soon? I just got another text from him saying, can I be blunt about something kinky? Is this normal <laughs> post-first date behavior? I believe this is what the kids call the icks. <laughs> this is, this. everything about this just feels really icky. And Well, go ahead. I mean, look. I don't love that he prefaced this date with, I am about to disappoint you. <laughs> Get ready to overlook some bad behavior from me, my lady. <laughs> and, oh, and it's going to last all day to make it worth my time. I don't love that approach. You know? Yeah. Like, but genuinely, this whole like, oh, we gotta, we gotta plan to be on this date together for a long time because I'm driving two hours, dude. That's your fucking choice, right? Exactly. She, you don't. She doesn't owe you a full day. What ha What have we said in the past about these long distance situations? There's a reason. There's a reason for it. Bump. And this is the reason. Usually, this they're creeps. This is the reason. <laughs> Can I be blunt? This is the reason. <laughs> this is like your sickle. I'm sorry for staring. I've just never seen a more perfect reason for being single. So there you go. I do love to see consent. Yeah. Yeah. Or asking for it anyway. I'm not sure he actually got consent. Yeah. I, I, I don't. Uh, in one even, case, he for sure didn't actually. I don't even think that this is a case of, oh, I'm just super rusty. No, no. I I, I think it's a case of I'm just super creepy. I think he's been rusty, gonna remain rusty. Yep. He, this guy just has no sense of what's socially appropriate. Nope. None. Nope. Whatsoever, which is a very bad sign. It's not great. It's not great. <laughs> also, Bob. in terms of prefacing for disappointment, like he he very clearly was trying to gauge, like, are you DTF? 
that's that's what this is about when yeah. he's like oh i'm gonna and then like he clearly tried to like linger long enough that she would just be like okay f- i'll have sex with you if you'll go away right like the, oh can i come up and use the bathroom Th- that shit that guys use in their 20s yeah. in college you know what i mean right? and then oh well can i don't want to drive because i had a drink you shouldn't have fucking drove in the first place then right you know like you have to understand like he was sort of anticipating this like oh i'm gonna use this as the excuse and and then she's gonna let me stay like honey if you have to use a bunch of excuses to get someone to let you stay at their at their place they don't want you there yeah that's correct that is correct (laughs) sir (laughs) yeah so no you are not writing him off too soon he's creepy he has bad boundaries he's socially awkward uh he doesn't he kind of like forced a kiss on you before you yep. gave him consent. Um, I do want to know how you responded to, can I be blunt about something kinky? And let me tell you something. I've received emails like that and I'll, I, I, and I received an email like that. I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I've received an email like this recently. From an somebody, email? <laughs> an email from somebody okay. that I hadn't um, spoken to in a while. Uh-huh. And it was something oh, that I oh, it was something better. that I had hooked up with yeah, I had hooked up with many years ago and we've stayed in touch here and there for business reasons. And he was like, Hey, are you around? And I'm like, Yeah, I'm here. What's up? You up? <laughs> you up? <laughs> and he's like, um, so how are you doing? I'm like, not not great, Bob. Uh really tired. What what's going on? He's like, Oh, can I tell you something that uh I that is that will put a smile on your face? And I replied and I said, not if it's sexual in any way. <laughs> and he, I said, to be perfectly honest, when you talk that, that way, it makes me very uncomfortable. Sure. And he replied and said, I, I, uh, I respect or I appreciate your directness about that or I appreciate your honesty. Okay. And I'm like, you know so what? So he I- didn't a- he didn't actually have anything to say to make you smile. No. He we- was just he was just gonna be like, wanna see my dick? <laughs> No. Yeah. Seen it. Yeah. Moving and I also on. wasn't going to do the, I'm seeing somebody because I feel like, no, I'm not going to perpetuate that. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't going to give that bullshit excuse. I was just going to say, no, you can't. It makes me uncomfortable. Don't. Because he had done this in the past. He would send emails. What are you doing? You know, how you do? Hey, can I, can you, do you want to talk about something? And I just would not respond is it your dick right it's just no respond it's like dude take the hint all the times i didn't respond to you Mm. yeah yep well yep that would have been better that would have been better so yeah you are not uh writing him off too quickly your instincts are right yeah you know i do but please write us back and let us know how you responded right to just respond to hear what the kinky thing is because we want to know and laugh um i (sighs) We need to encourage women to trust their instincts more. Right. Forget yeah. about forget about oh am I being too picky? No, this dude's a fucking creep. I mean, let's really break this down mathematically. You're you're wondering, did I write this creep off too soon? It's only been twelve hours of creeping. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's like six normal dates. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you gave him Six dates right. of creeping time. That's right. all. That's enough. That's all you get. So no. It's generous. 
Yes. And he f- probably fucked up your Netflix algorithm. <laughs> probably had terrible tastes in movies. You're never going to find your place again in Emily in Paris or whatever. <laughs> oh, God. How bad was that? I actually really love it. but yeah. Oh, good anyway. Lord. <laughs> Jesus, was that terrible. Um, we'll, but we'll get to that. So, in the best way. <laughs> yes. Uh, so are we moving on to the next letter? Moving on. Moving no on. No thank you. Next. No thank you. Next. All right. Here's the next letter. I went on a couple dates with a guy recently. On the second date, which was at his place, we cooked dinner and watched a movie. He says he wants us to just date each other and see how it goes. He's making references to me being his dog's mom. And during the summer, I can have friends over to hang out on the balcony. And wherever we go, we are taking his couches, etc. Then he wants me to say that I'm all his, etc. I told him things are moving faster than I'm used to, so we needed to slow down. The next morning, he's asking when we are seeing each other, so I told him Thursday or Friday, today being Tuesday. He's asking why not tomorrow, which would be Wednesday. He said, and he said when he met me, he was going to need a lot of time and want to spend a lot of time together. I'm getting anxiety over how fast he's moving. Is he love bombing me? Is he possessive or is he lonely? He hasn't dated anyone in two years because he was wounded by a gun, which left him in a wheelchair for the last two years. He says he's going to make a full recovery, but is he requiring all this time together after knowing me briefly because he hasn't been with anyone in two years? I don't know what to do or think in this situation. Um, okay. Okay. Now, I think what's what's impairing her ability to to make a decision is he's in a wheelchair. I think so, too. So she's like, am I, am I just, is that it? Am I be, am I wrong for, for, is that, is that what's, you know, scaring me off? You are look, well, I think she's looking for a lot of causes for his behavior, Mm -hmm. which in turn is excusing his behavior. Right. Yeah. Why not Wednesday? Because I fucking said no. (laughs) Wheelchair or no wheelchair. Would you rather hear that I'm going out with someone else? Right. Exactly. Can I be blunt? (laughs) Can I tell you something kinky? <laughs> Can I tell you something kinky? I'm going out with someone else Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Um, he is moving too fast. It's two dates. And I'm just, and I think what what really could be motivating this is it's very possible he hasn't gotten laid in a while. Right. Because as soon as I hear dinner at his place or was it his place or her place? Uh, I think it was his dinner at his place second date like dude the dinner at their place is is the move it's for sure is the move it's the move because they think they're that you're gonna be wowed that they can make lasagna <laughs> like oh yes my vagina just melted <laughs> i told you at the beginning of the show i told you <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah. so this is the move he was trying to get you into bed he's what I think he's doing is trying to ex- expedite the intimacy, the emotional intimacy, by trying to do have a lot of dates really quickly in a short period of time. Yeah, because you'll notice he was like, well, I just kind of want to date and see what happens. <laughs> what right. if, why can't I see you tomorrow? <laughs> right. Yeah, so he played it cool, and then now he's not, he, he's not playing well, it so cool. Well, he didn't cool. play it that cool, but he made it clear that, like, 
he doesn't want to commit. <laughs> he doesn't want this to be serious. Oh, wait a minute. I'm rereading this. Whatever, go ahead. It was it was real early on. He was like, let's just date and see how this goes. Yeah, he's as long as it goes directly to sex. <laughs> as long as it goes directly to my penis. Yep. I wanna see my dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so th- this guy's just he's pushing things along because he wants to have sex. Right. Which is not, doesn't make him a bad person. Not at all. Not illegal. He can want to have sex. That's great. I'm so pleased for him. Good for you on your journey, sir. But like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> that's that's what's happening here. Just I guess just know that's what's happening here. I, no, if hold on, hold me, on. I, 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 I want to interrupt you. Okay. He said when he met me, he was going to need a lot of time and want to spend a lot of time together. So what he was saying was, I'm going to need to spend a lot of time with you. Okay. So he wasn't saying- We've got another preface here. (laughs) Prepare to be smothered. (laughs) Love that. Oh, God. Love that right out of the gate. Yeah. He was warning you right away that he was going to smother you. (laughs) Right. And also that he was not going to. Yikes. Yeah. So listen, I'm, I, I also, I have a follow up question. (laughs) Um, I understand that, um, we live in America. Does, does this question originate in America? Do we know? I don't, I can't tell. Okay, I feel like that's relevant because I like in America you can get shot anywhere. Mm-hmm. But it, if this question originates outside of America, he must have done something. Oh, well, that's, a, that's someone a, shot him on purpose. That's a that's a very huge assumption to make. I think. I, I don't know that we want to. I don't. You don't want to talk about gun control? No. <laughs> hmm. Weird. Oh, okay. Well, no. Um, who knows like wh- what happened there who knows i'm very curious i'm ver- i'd be very curious too like i would definitely want to know like what happened there yeah yeah there's too many again there's too many unanswered variables there's too much smothering there's he's pushing things too fast no again ladies trust your instincts you are not being oh, insensitive or, go ahead or the words of warning the or, or the words of warning. Yeah, he was going to need a lot of time. Right. Yeah, like he's preparing <laughs> you. Like he's telling you, look, I need a lot. And also, also, don't let him use the fact that he's temporarily in a wheelchair to get you to feel sorry for him or to get you or to manipulate you. Yeah. I mean, which you're already doing because you're, you're already, again, like trying to work out his backstory. Which we are too, because I mean, I don't know. I'm just curious, right. but um, yeah, you're trying to attribute cause to his behavior, but like you don't, you don't have to rationalize how he got here. Mm-hmm. Here he is, smothering you. Smothering <laughs> you. Uh, yeah. So, whew, yes, I think he's moving things too fast. I don't think he's love bombing you. And nah. can we? Mm, can we please, please, please? I was reading, watching something today on TikTok, and the woman was talking about how she had met a guy, and they had talked for like a month, and they were texting every day, and they made plans to go away. And right around the time that the trip was supposed to happen, he ghosted her, 
And of course, someone in the comments said, oh, that's love bombing. And I'm like, and I just said, please don't get sucked into that. Like it could be love bombing. It could be an attachment style issue, or it could be this dude was going along to get along because he was enjoying the interaction. And then when it became real, he ghosted. Yeah. Yeah. Which Um, is probably the most likely, right? No one, no one wants to hear the most likely explanation. Right. No one wants to hear the most likely explanation. So no, I don't think he was love bombing you. Um, I think that I do think he was trying to. He wants to lock down a regular sex partner. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Which again, there's nothing wrong with, but like, my dude, my dude, this this isn't it. Yeah. Don't, don't be so obvious about it. I guess he's being very obvious about it. He thinks he's being slick, but he's not. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, He's just putting a lot of pressure on you and he's trying to butter you up and, oh, calling you like the dog mom. Although I did that. I I did that. I I did that. that, But it was a mistake. (laughs) I did that with somebody at Luca. Um, So, yeah. It's this guy is either like trying to butter you up to get you to sleep with him he's just trying too hard or he's just maybe like a little, maybe a little desperate to get laid. Could be. Yeah. This just reeks of desperation. He's certainly ready to get back out there. He sure, <laughs> he know sure that, as hell sure. is. <laughs> he sure as hell is. Um, okay. Sarah, mm-hmm. any final thoughts? <sighs> no. <laughs> don't use women for free therapy yeah. uh what else stop dating people who live several hours away there's a reason why they're there's a reason yeah. there's a reason let us know what you said in response to the can i tell you something kinky text can you, we want to know what was the kinky thing we need to know uh, inquiring minds i'm also interested in the backstory of this other dude getting shot yeah, yeah, what's going on there? Let us know. Uh, in both cases, ladies, y- trust your instincts. So th- th- this is their behavior isn't is atypical. It's it feels kind of manipulative. In both cases, it feels manipulative and awkward. And you're not wrong to be uncomfortable. Social media, uh, woman, why is your dude DMing you on Instagram? find out the, the real status of his status of his relationship with his ex. Um, what was the other one? Oh, Oh, the ace, the, the ace. ace question. Yeah. Put it in your bio. Uh-huh. You can say, uh, sex positive, asexual, work it in. Don't make it the first thing. Use Tinder. Okay. Cupid and coffee meets bagel. Yep. Uh, I think that's it. If you guys have any questions, Go to datologycoach.com and submit. A, click the submit a question link. Sign up for the newsletter, datologycoach.substack.com. And remember, this is the first of the month, so this episode is free, but all the remaining episodes of the month will be uh, for patrons only. And I think we're up to 20. I'm very happy. Guys, thank you That's so much. Well, that remains true after this one. <laughs> you can go to uh, Patreon slash datologypod. And become a patron for $5 a month and get weekly episodes. And we've been sticking to that every Thursday night by around 8 or 9 o'clock. That episode's going up. And you get a free Substack subscription. 
Um, follow me at Datology Coach on TikTok. I think that's Sarah. I think that's it. That's it. That's it. It's all she wrote. Bye, people. Bye.